Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Now we're talking. Do not shoot the messenger, ladies and gentlemen. The weather, cloudy with occasional showers. A thunderstorm is possible, a high of 58 today. Tonight, showery, windy and colder, a low of 40. On Friday, colder and windy. So the wind's going to be blowing. It's going to be a high of 44. On Saturday, clouds increase, blustery and cold with snow showers likely. So snow is likely on Saturday. Yeah. High of 36 on Sunday, a high of 35. On Monday, a high of 36. On Tuesday next week, 37. That's Halloween night. It's going to be 37 on Halloween night. That's about right, though, isn't it? Oh, a lot of times it could be 75 degrees or it could be... Yeah, it could be anything. 25 degrees. There's no normal in, uh, in October. I mostly remember Halloween being pretty cold. Well, yeah, because in 1991, you're four years old, and it snowed three feet. <laughs> you mean mm-hmm. the Ninja Turtle was? That wasn't the Ninja Andy Turtle. It wasn't Andy. Yeah. It was a Ninja Turtle. Yeah. You're right. I Once again this year, I was unable to obtain Biddle honey. Oh, yeah. well, what? Biddle honey. Why can't you find Biddle honey? I, they, I can't find them in the grocery stores or anywhere. What's the candy store down there by Jordan, Minnesota? Oh, yeah, the Minnesota's oh, largest. The, yeah. yeah, the one that was open during COVID that everybody complained about i think yep. it's literally called minnesota's largest candy yeah. store oh yeah it is bit of honey is perfect because there's no way in the world i would ever want to eat one of those yeah a bit of honey yeah so i like to buy stuff i'm not going to eat <laughs> you could stay alive that way yeah it's you know i just put it in the freezer like the words around the neighborhood you know like so every year some some kids who just moved into the neighborhood unknowingly Indeed. unknowingly will come to my house they'll get the bit of honey and they'll never come back all right, if you asked a bunch of people to RSV for a rooftop Halloween party, expect some no-shows. RSV? RSVP. RSVP. You forgot the P. Yes, I did? did? Yeah, you just want everyone to get a really oh, bad cold. I was, oh, because I was putting my glasses on. Probably a Freudian why. thing. Mm. RSV? Mm. I could have RSV. You never know. Really stupid vampire? <laughs> really yeah. stupid yeah, vampire. Yeah, We're having a really stupid vampire party. <laughs> That's what the P stands for, is party. And immediately really you, said rooftop, <laughs> you said rooftop party. I'm envisioning all these people on my roof. It's not going to work. Nah, it's too slanted. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a problem. Yeah. Uh, here's the deal, a new survey. Uh, on America's top phobias found the top two are fear of heights and fear of other people. Well, particularly today because people are the worst they've ever been. Mm-hmm. In my lifetime, anyway, people right now are the worst they have ever been. Nobody's happy. Everybody's a victim. You suck, and I'm wonderful. What is that? That's uh, politics. It is politics. That's exactly what it is. So here's the deal. They polled all 50 states. The top phobias over. What would you think the top phobias would be in America? Spiders, probably. All right. Yep. I, go with, I go with snakes. Possibly heights. Snakes or heights. Heights is a big one. In Minnesota, you'd have to be, I don't know. Well, we have like one type of snake, and it's the lamest snake there is. So, I mean, I still hate snakes. Garter snakes. snakes. Garter snakes worse. are like they're nothing. You would pick one up, no problem. Yeah, they don't have. They have one tooth, and it's like tiny. It 
It, uh, it, I'm not getting no. close enough to figure out how many teeth it has. Andy, there's a lot of times where I go, like, I'm manlier than everyone in this room. You saying you'd casually pick a snake, you win this round. <laughs> not any snake, but a garter snake, sure. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, not a big deal. Uh, what was that again, Johnny Carson? Tristadecophobia? A fear of fear backing of into th- a doorknob? Oh. <laughs> Tristadecophobia is the fear of the number 13. Oh, so it must not, he must have He's a different title. Made I'm up, guessing. Yeah. Which yeah, I'm yeah. sure is on the list. A fear of backing into a doorknob. <laughs> Who isn't <laughs> okay, scared Johnny. of that? Whatever you say, Johnny. I uh, got claustrophobia, a fear of light, uh, tight spaces. It only uh, ranked first in one state, and that was in Mississippi. Claustrophobia. You got uh, triphobia, having feelings of disgust or fear when you see patterns with lots of holes. Oh, a tripophobia or whatever. Tripophobia. Yeah. I've, yeah. Yeah, that was like a big fad on Reddit for a while. Oh, it was because basically in honeycombs or sponges, they, they fear the holes in sponges? What? Why? Yeah, they, say it makes, they say it reminds them of like a parasitic infection or something. A sponge? Apparently. Okay. Get out of the house once in a while. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Well, I did say Reddit. How about glossophobia, the fear of public speaking? Yeah. You, there are a lot of people that are afraid of public speaking. Yeah. I can't, like 20 years ago, if you told me this would be my job, I would have said, there's no way in hell I could ever do this. I suppose that's true. But does this feel different than talking in front of a crowd? It does. I, yeah. I'll say crazy things on this show and live my life and not think about it. But like, I would not say that in front of a crowd. You know where, you know where <laughs> these, like the Toastmasters clubs where they're really popular is in prisons. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. It's like, so next time you're going to be, you have your shit together, and you'll say something like very smooth like, I'd like you to give me all the money in a plastic bag, please. <laughs> Hand <laughs> it over. Perfect. No question. One tip off, by the way, if you have fear of uh, public speaking, mm-hmm. there is a tip that I guess most people don't know about, but if you're speaking to a crowd, look at a person in the center of the room, Look above their head because right. it still looks like you're looking at them. Oh, that's a really and good you're not. tip. I thought you were going to say, imagine everybody in their underwear. No, I think well, that's, a lot of some people do that too. I think that's the worst advice. Right. I would be people a wreck. In their underwear? Yeah, like they're wait, you'd be a what? I'd be a wreck. Oh, I thought you said something else. I like if they're confidently sitting there in your underwear. I'd be like, wow, they've got something figured out. I don't. That like, would be going back to one of my nightmares. Yeah, underwearing yeah. it up. What is? Yeah. So this was state by state. Uh, yeah. I want to know what Minnesota's is. We will track that down for you. You got the atechophobia, I think is how you pronounce that. Atychophobia, I guess is how you pronounce it. Atychophobia, an intense fear of failure. Hmm. We're in podcasting. How could you fear (laughs) failure in podcasting? We're already there. I mean, you you fail your way into podcasting. (laughs) Exactly. Absolutely. Uh, Ophidiophobia. The fear of snakes, so there you go. You got tripa, trypanophobia, a fear of needles, trypanophobia. Thanatophobia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, fear of said, death. Fear of death, thanatophobia, mm-hmm. so you know that one. Thanatos, the god of death. Mm-hmm. Thanatos, there oh, you yeah. go. Yep. Oh, we know this one, arachnophobia. Spidey. There it is. Mm-hmm. Spiders. Uh, social phobia. That's lazy. That is. Social phobia. Yeah, a fear of social situations. That is lazy. You're absolutely right. The number one fear, though, uh, uh, I guess, number one overall was arach- uh, or, excuse me, acrophobia, the fear, fear of heights. heights. Yep. Yeah. Yes. 
Number one in 20 different states. Now, do they give the states? Yeah, they do. Oh, here's a map. Yep, yeah. we got it right here. I got to click on that. I bet Minnesota's is a um, is fear of heights because I have heard that taller people are more likely to be afraid of heights. Interesting. Is it? Is that and true? It does make sense that. because if you think about it, it's like you know, if you're five foot two, and you get on a foot tall ladder, now you're five foot, or you now you're six foot two. Mm-hmm. If you're six foot two, you get on a foot tall ladder. Now you're seven foot two, and seven feet off the ground, you know, you fall, you can get pretty badly hurt. Yeah. I was assumed that like fear of heights was like I don't like roller coasters or I don't like being like a hundred feet up. No, I have I I literally like four rungs up on a ladder. I'm like shaky, not happy. Minnesota. Minnesota's number one is not a surprise to me at all. We were just kind of talking about it in a way about a half an hour ago. Minnesotans' number one fear is social phobia. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose that makes sense. That, yeah. that doesn't surprise me at all because people, that's why Minnesotans have such an easy time harming other people because they're afraid of them. If you cause me to be afraid, I doesn't bother me to hurt you at all. Even though I'm not making you afraid. That's true. Mm-hmm. Social phobia. Yeah. I, it causes a lot of social phobia causes a lot of problems in Minnesota. Yeah, fear yeah. leads to hate. Hate leads to anger. Yeah. Anger Kristen, leads to suffering. See? Kristen talked about this too, because she was living in Minnesota for a little while mm-hmm. and she said that we're very clicky and we are. We're, we are very clicky. And yes. I think that that comes from that fear of like branching out or inviting people over is that, oh God, this, you know, we, we have that anxiety around there. And I think because of that, we kind of grab onto people who we already know in our predictable situations. Is that a com- combination of a German Scandinavian thing? Is that I what think that so, is? yes. I'm I think not it is. Sure. Yeah. I have, yeah, I have no idea on that. I think it, I think it all started with civilization. You think just civilization yeah, kicked it into well, high gear? I think that's that. where we just kind of started going downhill. I have a hard time arguing the point with you, Michael. I just, yeah, but that, that does not surprise me that social phobia is number one in Minnesota because there, a lot of Minnesotans are really, really uncomfortable in social situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it had to come from somewhere. It, it has to be a from a culture. It's got to sure. be Scandinavian and German, isn't it? I don't know. Germans seem pretty social. Oh, do they? Yeah, I'd have to argue with that, that one, sort of but uh, maybe I'm just thinking about history, though. So. Well, you I mean, know, social I, with your own group. Just the other <laughs> yeah. day, I went over to, to a college in the state of Minnesota, and they were all chanting, kill the Jews, and I said, <laughs> except for Galfay. So what are you doing at Harvard? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, can you believe that's Harvard? Can you even believe that's happening? It's it's always something. That's all I can say. But what did the Jews do that pisses everybody off in America? Or especially at Harvard. Especially yeah. at Harvard. I mean, exactly. I thought they were the ones funding Harvard. That's what I thought. <laughs> but that's probably why they're all so angry. Because they're being funded well, by... Well, you always hurt the one you love. You always hurt <laughs> the one you love. Um, I can't believe it, Mike. It, it just... The first time I heard these people chanting at these colleges, yeah. why all of a sudden are we anti-Semitic in I do America? believe it's a small segment, but it's... It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter, you're right, because it's just like, it doesn't take much, you know, because these are things we never would have heard before, and we like no. to think that anyway, certainly not right after World War II. Well, let me ask you a question. We've been talking for you, not we, I wasn't involved in this bullshit at all, because it is all bullshit. Mm. We talked for since 1967, 68. We've been talking about we're all going to come together and we're going to form in the middle. Sure, there'll be people, be people on the right edge and the left edge, but it'll be mostly toward the middle. Bullshit. It's gotten much worse 
than well, it's it ever got been. better and it got worse and it got better and it got worse. And I suppose you're probably right about that. It comes and goes. But mm-hmm. when I first saw because it surprised me. The first time I walk in on TV and I look up and there are a bunch of college students talking about uh, genocide and mm-hmm. Judaism. I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, did they not know what happened in World War II to, what, 13 million people? Yeah, and, I mean, colleges of all places. Where you, The thing about colleges is you're supposed to learn when you go to college how to interact intellectually, socially with other people. That's basically Correct. the reason Correct. you go to college. Yep. Now, I will admit I never went into a classroom when I was in college, so I sure. missed that part. I don't blame you. Why would you? No, there's nothing, nothing for me there. There's nothing for you there. You're absolutely right about that. All I have to do, Mike, instead of watching these people act like complete flaming assholes, why don't you read the diary of Anne Frank again? See how that worked for her. See how her life was at being well, a Jew in Germany. According to Bobby Jr., she had a great life. Oh, is that right? <laughs> that was one of the bizarre things he said. That's why he said getting a COVID shot, I think he said, was, was, was like worse than being Anne Frank. Because at least she could have sort of hang out in the closet yeah. and then maybe head over to Switzerland. Now she had probably had like a PlayStation up there. Yeah, I'm know. sure. Right. Yeah. Well, typical liberal, yeah. you know. I mean, she was so desperate, she started <laughs> writing. Imagine. Yeah, she got, that's how desperate yeah. she was. And that's, right. that's, that's a state of desperation that can probably can't ever happen again. <laughs> how are they, because I've not been watching a lot of it, how are they handling this whole anti-Semitic thing on the national news? You know, I haven't really seen much. I haven't either. I can't watch it. But I just, how the hell did we get here? That's what I don't understand. Well, because there are a lot of people who wanted us to get here. And, and unfortunately, it's, um, you know, it's a situation where, especially with, with social media, where people tend to gravitate to the actual worst things they out do, there. They do. You're right about that. Uh, the only thing that bothers me about it is until it settles down, you can't come to my house anymore. Yeah, but. well, of course. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got the, I got the fake, I used to wear the fake mustache, now it's the fake nose. The you fake know? nose is good. I just go with the clown nose. Yeah. Sure, no question about it. Did you ever think we'd get to a situation where the very people who are talking about getting us all together, stop hating one another, mm-hmm. they are more hateful than any generation I've ever seen. They hate everyone. Well, it doesn't surprise me because, yeah. as you probably recall, my dad did grow up in Tulsa. Yeah, he did. And uh, Tulsa, by the way, is uh, one of the leading. One of the they they've never really led anything that I know of in the U.S. But now it's like a death, murder deaths are like soaring in Tulsa. Why? Well, because I think they're finally recording them. Oh, remember, they're finally writing them. Remember, down. 1921, <laughs> they didn't record those deaths. I was trying to think how old I was when I found out that there were three black men hanged in Duluth. I never knew about that yeah. until many, many years later. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, people, people for, you know, for hundreds of years, for a hundred years, have grown up in Tulsa without knowing about the, the worst race riot ever in the country, which yeah. was in 1921. My dad was born in 1922 in Tulsa. I never heard him mention it. I don't think his parents ever told him about it. And the, the, the hanging up in Duluth, it was in 1909, I think? Something like that, Something yeah. like that, yeah. yeah. But you didn't hear about that stuff, so I'm glad we're getting to it. But, yeah, I, I just, again, I don't understand how you can pretend to be educated and have an opinion that all people of a certain group are bad. How can you how can you be that stupid to think that's true? Well, there are years when I thought that about the Vikings. 
You know, no, you're not talking about the one on the ship. Now you're talking about the. No, no, right. It's a good, good yeah. distinction. There. Yeah, it's a big distinction there. So we have to take a break, and we'll get to, we'll rest on our laurels. Are they laurels? Um, probably not. Uh, I think laurels aren't in season right now. They're probably not. Uh, we'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Kristen Burt will join us right after this time. We'll be here to invite you to a bucket list event to hang out and meet and party with two of the premier quarterbacks in Minnesota Vikings history, Jim Super Shuffle McMahon and two-minute Tommy Kramer. This event is happening this Friday night at Route 47 Pub and Grub in Fridley on University Avenue, and it's presented by Buddy Becker, RES Realty, and Tailgate Spices. The taste of victory. I said the taste of victory. So here's the deal. Go to TommyKramer9.com, get your tickets starting at just 15 bucks, and plan on fun with you and your friends this Friday night. That's tomorrow night at Route 47 in Fridley. The best Tom Petty tribute band, Free Fallen, is providing the musical entertainment. Big game champ Jim McMahon and Vikings legend Tommy Kramer will provide all the stories of when the Vikings were actually good. I just love the fact they put that in there. <laughs> It's a memory of a lifetime to meet and hang out this Friday night at Route 47 Fridley with the two best number nine quarterbacks in NFL history. Our thanks to Buddy Becker, RES Realty, and Tailgate Spices for presenting this event. See Jim McMahon and Tommy Kramer live. Just go to TommyKramer9.com and they will see you there. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, hmm, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. 
Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365 Day Sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch off plastic keys, bubble machine box. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com this is the tom bernard morning show podcast i told you not to bring her on the show anymore why did you do it somebody must accidentally sent her the link i yeah, just saw her hey Kristen. Kristen bird joins us ladies and gentlemen we're just uh wringing our hands and beating our chest over the fact that everybody hates everybody else in the world right now and we're sick to death of it. Um, that's easy to do after another mass shooting. <laughs> Unbelievable. So what's the latest? Because uh, we've been sitting here, I've been, I've been looking, There's doesn't look like there's any new information. Yeah, it looks like there's. they're saying 18 have been killed, oh, 13 Jesus. injured. They're still looking for the guy. They don't know then, anything about this guy yet, do they? Um, well, it looks like he was, his name's Robert Card. He, yeah enlisted in the army he was a and he was a, like a, like a petroleum and, refill and he was guy an instructor t teaching people how to use guns oh, oh is he? that right yeah yeah he was skilled at yeah. at shooting unfortunately what was he pissed off at yeah, see that's what i mean I, we haven't found out yet what oh, he was no. there's no manifesto yet i mean to kill 18 people you got to be pretty pissed off i would imagine well, we know yeah, he was I, held. As um, someone who grew up in Maine, I lived in Maine during the summers. Oh, sure. This, Maine is very small, and mm -hmm. this will have, just besides Lewiston itself, this will have ripple effects throughout the entire southern part of Maine mm -hmm. because everybody knows everyone there. And oh, it's a sure. real small town feel. And yeah, so, so I, everybody I, I, in Lewiston must have known somebody at least who knew someone who got killed. Mm hmm. 100%. And I will say Maine is probably one of the last few states where people still leave their doors unlocked. Mm -hmm. and Used to. That, that's probably going yeah. to change. I, the most, the weirdest thing I saw, when I saw there was some grainy video of people running from the bowling alley. And the weirdest thing I saw, I'm not saying it's funny. I'm just, I'm just saying it's sort of ironic. I, I saw this guy running out of the bowling alley, 
carrying his bowling ball. Oh, yeah. Yep, I did see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think that would be a low um, priority. Yeah. Well, well I, mean, I was going to say shock and adrenaline makes you mm-hmm. do very sure, weird things. Sure. Yeah. 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 I have, I've had a situation where I was like, I can't believe that that's how I reacted. But you, you never know until you're in the moment. Right. It's like running out of a burning house and you just like grab the first thing that you can find. And you're like, well, we left something that's important, but we've got our toaster because I happen to be making oh, yeah. toast. And no, I've seen that with that. Yeah. So. Yeah, and in my case, I can I tell might... you mine. Mine's pretty wild. I yeah. um, was in Dallas doing a job, and uh, on the, our last night there, after being there working for a month doing a show, the hotel had thrown our group a party, our production crew, and the waitress walked by with one of those like hot steaming, um, like catering trays of hot water. Yeah. And she tripped and accidentally spilled oh, it on me. Oh. Yeah. So I had second degree burns on my legs, my crotch, <laughs> um, my feet. Oh. Um, but in the a moment of shock, I was in the middle of the bar with all my coworkers. I started trying to like pull my pants off, which I would never do, you know. Yeah, but like, yeah. <laughs> That's what I heard, but, you know. but my co-host like scooped me up and like threw me in the woman's room and just because he was like I didn't want you like pulling your pants off in front of all of your coworkers. Um, <laughs> so both of you had a weird response. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think he just wanted to get me somewhere private where yeah. then they could they could tend to me medically, which yeah. was the right decision yeah. in the long run anyway, so um, but yeah, it was a, you just don't know what happens when that adrenaline starts going. Your body and mind are completely in a different place. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure you like today he's thinking, what, well, well, why was I carrying the bowling ball? Right? Probably. I feel yeah. like my whole life I've been carrying a bowling ball. My name is Tom, <laughs> not a bowling ball. I have a name. So. I have a name, Mike. I'm deeply hurt. I, you know, it's, <clears throat> I, ha- I probably have, we talked about phobias. I think I have a phobia of being at bowling alleys and just seeing people, you know, like like they're eating the the cheeseburger and the fries, and then they're sticking their hand into the, into the ball. Yeah, and it's yeah. always, of course, for me, it's always going to be a house ball. You know? Yeah, oh yeah. Because I, I certainly never owned a bowling ball. Me no. either. <laughs> a lot of people do though. Fred, Barney. Oh yeah. They both bowled up a storm. Could be the same ball. Could be the same ball. You're absolutely right. So I got Catherine last night, and I, I shouldn't say I got her to do it because she was all in. Catherine does not like scary movies, and neither one of us like those slasher movies. Oh, I, I can't stand that. The stuff. slasher. And, and why do we have to be subjected to it for like it starts in September now? Mm-hmm. It does, yeah. But we watched the movie. It wasn't slasher. It was a it was a horror movie called The Nun Two. What about oh, some? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, we watched it last <laughs> night, and I was showing people earlier. You can tell, and Andy will tell you this is absolutely true. Whenever Aunt Catherine is frightened, she does this. Like if somebody jumps out, she'll go. All limbs <laughs> in the air. Sticking her feet straight up. Like, <laughs> Does that save her? Is that her? I think so. Yes. But it was fun to watch. Cause just sit there and watch her watch a horror yeah. film. And again, mm-hmm. it wasn't slasher at all. It was just scary. You know. It's a lot of fun just to watch her because she she literally acts like about an eight-year-old. It's very animated. We went to, me, you, Alex, and Catherine went to A Quiet Place. Oh, yeah. And you didn't like it. I hated it. Me, Catherine, and Alex were terrified. And we were doing that, like, let's scoot as close as we all can together kind of vibe (laughs) as if, like, we're going to have to fight something off together. And it was so fun. You don't have to. And the thing is, you don't have to watch horror movies anymore. You can just watch C-SPAN. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) 
I our still, whole lives are horror shows now. <laughs> nobody can answer this question for me. And the, one of the reasons I hated the movie so much. I'm going to say The Waterfall. It is The yep. Waterfall. <clears throat> a Quiet Place. If they can hear you and respond to your voice, why would you want to live in a quiet place? Yeah. Go mm. live under the waterfall, which is where they would go to talk. Mm. Why don't you just to build a house there? Yeah. Don't you dig a cave out and just live there? I don't, I don't think you're supposed to be uh, viewing this that analytically. No, it's just no, too, too that's analytical. That's why these things will never work for you. Right. No, they don't. Yeah. Those it's all kind about of the jump scares in that mm. movie. Yeah, I suppose oh, that's no. true. And at the beginning with the kid, and so I had a hard time with that movie. I wanted to cry the whole he time. He deserved to be dragged off. It was his fault. What a monster. <laughs> He, he made a, a kid cry earlier in the yeah, day, Kristen. Kristen. Yeah, that's right. Don't forget that. I what was that for he said blizzards are for babies, like talking about yeah. uh, Dairy Queen blizzards. And then we had a listener, Darren, write in and goes, way to go. My niece is like crying right now because she was like, blizzard, I'm not a baby and I love blizzards. He made that up and you I know it. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, I love so. blizzards. Like, yeah. Keith yeah. Bar Crunch blizzard no is interest. like my favorite. Have you ever had a uh, McFlurry? I haven't. I haven't oh, either. Oh, damn it. I was really hoping this was going to be an opportunity There's to make no fun way. of Tom. There's nope. no way Mike has. Yeah, that's why I asked Kristen. What, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's like McDonald's yeah, version of a it? blizzard. Oh. But anyway. Their ice cream machines are always broken. That's that the joke. <laughs> oh, at, at oh, yeah. Dairy Queen, the ice cream machines are broken? That's not a good idea. McDonald's. The only Dairy Queen I now have access to. You know, I like I, I I go pretty basic at Dairy Queen. Well, you probably imagine that. Sure. I so I like the I just like the twist stuff. You know, the twist, and I I just mm-hmm. get it in a in the a I don't cone. get it in a cone. I get it in a cup. Right. And uh, yeah, and but the the Dairy Queen, you know, because Warren Buffett's trying to squeeze the last penny out of it. Oh him. yes, he is. And so like these Dairy Queens that have been around a while, everything's broken there. So like mm-hmm. I, I say, yeah, I'll, I'll go up there. I'll, I'll have a twist, twist cup, and they'll say, "Well, we only got vanilla." I'm saying, "What the hell?" It's like going into a delicatessen and not being able to buy a bagel. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, I, I'll go with the chocolate cone at Dairy Queen, and that he only bought those Dairy Queens for the real estate. Well, of course, he has no interest in Dairy. Yeah, he Queens waited a at few all. years, then he started selling off the yep. real estate. Yes, he and, did. And and that's why <clears> the only ones that exist are the ones squeezed into parking lots. And not good parking lots either. Yeah. Dilapidated parking lots. Mm. We don't it's have any true. remaining in the Los Angeles area. No okay. Dairy Queens yeah. at all? Yeah. Do you have any Dairy Kings? Well, because all the land was here. probably so profitable, yeah. Well, that's oh, yeah. what it is. There was one yeah. in North Hollywood, so I'm sure that that got snapped up really fast. I would imagine. i got to run one more thing by you guys, and it just popped into my head. We went to the, the Wild game on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And uh, the owner of the team came over to say hello. It was very nice. Came over to our suite to say hello and all the rest of it. Just a really great guy. And somebody said, you know, that must be kind of cool to own a uh, hockey team. But, you know, it's, a professional hockey team's got to be pretty expensive. So, man, I, so they're looking up how expensive. Mm-hmm. They found out. And then they looked up his net worth. He's worth $4.6 billion and his wife is worth more because oh. yep. she's S.C. Johnson. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> a family company? Yeah. Fine corporation. Fine yeah. corporation. $9 billion in that yeah. house. And so the best they good. could do was a damned hockey team? Oh, no, no. They own the buildings and everything. Did you know that? Well, I was yeah, just thinking, you know. The they own everything. NFL teams, so that's the real exclusivity. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's very well, true. All the sports teams' owners, the, it's just a hobby 
to them. They're not necessarily. I agree. Not it's a, con- like it's a country club, too. It right. is. They're not necessarily, yes, you would want to win, and yes, you want to be profitable, but they're not running the team because they got bills to pay. No, they're running the team because they 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 throw three million three billion in, and the next day it's worth six billion. Well, that's true. But that's why mm-hmm. you know you got to be a very member of a very exclusive club. He indeed you do. That's why, like in in I think in the NFL for years they wouldn't allow any consortium to buy a team. Right, I remember that. Like you know they just sort of held their nose at that one. Yeah, they didn't like that at all. No. Minnesota Vikings, Andy. And Brittany, you have to guess. Okay. Minnesota Vikings' first year was in 1961. How much did the team cost? What do you mean cost? To buy, to put the team into play, to buy the right to put your team, the Minnesota Vikings, in the NFL. I'm going to say 500,000. Good guess. Anybody else? Well, if that's a good guess, I'm going to say 500,001. You're a monster. You went the wrong I'll way. Four, I'll say 400,000. Because I, I could have said 499,000. You could have. But I wanted to be charitable. 100 grand. What? Yeah. And oh right, they're probably worth 100 grand. They're probably worth like <laughs> $1.6 billion. And that probably paid for all the salaries, too. Yeah, exactly. I even thought my guess was like embarrassingly low. Like, I thought nope. you were be like, Brittany, come on. A hundred grand. That seems grand. like nothing now. Today, what? Probably Six billion, now. maybe? Uh, yeah. 3.6, apparently. 3.6 billion. The Vikings or 4.6, depending on who you ask, or 5.1. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> so, and that's, yeah, that's okay. today. Next week might be different. Be different you could yeah, buy the true. Jacksonville Jaguars for $4 billion, You know, that's. I almost tried to buy the city of Jacksonville myself, but they <laughs> wouldn't take my offer. Well, uh, you got lucky there. I did. It was also your plan to, like, make everybody else move out of the city of Jacksonville so you could. Just have the more island. Space. Yeah. Just the island. I'm right, taking over the island, which is all of downtown Jacksonville, by the way. Kristen Burt is with us. We got to talk about. I'm telling you, Kristen, we cannot find the end to great shows on streaming. There are thousands of them. What the hell? Have you tried Gen V yet? No, we have not. No, Gen V is on where? Amazon Prime. What's oh, Amazon Prime? Okay. Mm-hmm. And what's yeah. it about? That's the one that's sort of the anti superhero type of, and I, I know you're going to say superhero and you're going to, your brain's going to shut down, but this you're one right. is really kind of a dark comedy um, about how superheroes go to college and try and get um, their superhero status. And it's really funny and it's really irreverent. Well, I, I like funny I think you should try it. I will give it a try. And the, I mean, obviously the problem is with the superhero thing, it's just always the same superhero deal. And, you know, if you've gone through your life being a superhero, it gets really boring. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah. this is isn't. Is it tough for you, Tom? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and this isn't like Batman and Superman saving people from a burning building. No, no, this is. Yeah, it's very dark. It makes you go, "What the f?" About thirty shoot. times an episode. I could go shoot like things out of my hand when they go. Doo! And you know, Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man kind of deal. That'd be good. Or the um, laser you, wrist. You know what made me really excited? UCLA did this study um, with some Gen Zers. So they were all like between 10 and 24, but some of the questions were reserved for 13 to 24. And they were saying kind of what we've all been saying. So I'm like, maybe they will save us all in the entertainment industry. Um, a lot of them were saying like, we are so tired of franchises and superheroes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that is yep. a core demographic that Marvel has been going after. Let me find the number because it was so big. I was like, I can't believe this. 56% of adolescents, 10 to 24, 
prefer original content over franchises and remakes. Really? Well, that's what they say, but does that show up at the yeah, box office? Yeah, that's the thing. They're going to go buy it anyway. Well, we have to blame men for all Of course. <laughs> Whoa, what a young shock. Young males go to the... Honestly, if you look at the core demographic of young males, probably about like 18 to 24, those are the ones who are driving the Marvel content right now. Um, and if they start to fall off, that's really going to change the game. I mean, the average consumer has started to already fall off of Marvel. Yeah, absolutely. No one talks about it anymore. It used to be all you heard anywhere. But oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, everybody would cares? go well, that first weekend, and yes. then they would go multiple times. That's not happening at all. Um, and twice as many adolescents prefer binge releases over weekly drops, which I think is kind of interesting because a lot of the streamers are starting to already move away from the binge yep. releases. And this one I thought was fascinating. This was only asked of kids 13 to 24. Um, 51.5% want to see the content focusing on friendships and platonic friendships. They want less sex scenes. I completely agree What there. the hell? Galvan's <laughs> <laughs> not happy. Well, that, you know what I really like in a hero? I like it when, when Tom Cruise plays Jack Reacher. Yeah. Because for yeah. a guy who's like about an inch taller than, than, uh, than Tom Cruise... That that takes me into a new fantasy land. Yeah. Yeah, his name is Reacher, but his reach is actually quite small. Hey, <laughs> And also remember, Tom Cruise has lifts in his shoes. No. So. Yes, he does. Well, is he really 5'7", or is he really 5'4"? Yeah. Jack Reacher, there there was a TV version of him, and that guy was like 6'4", wasn't he? Well, that's the real Jack yeah, Reacher. Uh, right. Not that there's a real one, right, but, but I mean, the, the original one was like 6'5", yes. Yeah, he's like 6'4", 6'5". Weight 260 pounds. The guy, this guy's huge. He's a blonde guy, and he's Very huge. different physique than Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> Very different, exactly. It's bigger than two Tom Cruises. So what else Tom is Cruise is so tiny. A lot of these like major stars, when you do see them in person, it's just like you're like, oh my god, you're like a hundred ten soaking wet, and they all say that they're five ten, but they're all five seven. Well, now, why is that? You know, I think that men always want to be taller. There's actually a social media. Um, meme that's been going around and this one person on tiktok will go around and asking guys like how tall are you and they'll go he'll all the guys are always like i'm six feet and he goes well can i measure you and he'll measure them and they're like five ten <laughs> so there's something about men in height um and i don't know why that like a lot of the celebrities are five seven but it really makes me laugh when i do see that like they brag they're like oh yeah i'm like five ten i'm like you're five seven <laughs> yeah, well, because there was, it's always the joke that goes around social media where girls will be like, I don't date anybody under yep. six feet. And so then Height guys shaming are like, is a very real thing. Yeah, so well, guys is, are like, oh, yeah, I used to look, you know, back in the day when I'd look at the dating apps, you'd see, you'd see women, you know, they're like 5'2", they weigh 95 pounds, and then what kind of guy they're looking for? Well, he has to be at least 6'2". Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what the hell again? <laughs> That's a very real thing. I know thing. us shorties. We want, like, a, a strong man to throw us around. <laughs> the throw, yeah, you see somebody throwing you around. Yeah, that would be – you'd put up that a real long time. Oh, she's throwing punches. We, I, we mean, throw around in the bedroom is really – you don't want to be thrown around anywhere else. <laughs> that is kind of interesting. Devin, maybe you could, you could respond to this. Uh -oh. That bigger guys are not loved by short men. No. Hmm. Do you ever have to deal with that? Well, it's back to the height shaming yeah, thing. They just, yeah. It's envy. I don't yeah. know. I used to hang out with Jim Beatty. And he's six, what, six foot eight? seven boxer. Yeah, yeah. six seven. That's right. Yeah. There you but, go. but I will say this I get very tired of people saying, 
Hey, man, I guess you brought your bodyguard today, huh? Oh, God. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. What's your your, your peak? You were like 5'9", five, 5'0", five, weren't you? Mm, uh, well, in my fantasies, yeah. Well, I thought you were. No, five, five, six and a half was about as far as I ever got. Oh, I didn't know. How tall are you now? Uh, about 5'5". Five, five. Why don't you have a horrible attitude about it? Well, because I was still as tall as anyone in my family. Well, there, there you go. go. There you go. I That's looked true. around. I didn't see anyone towering over me. No doubt about it. I don't know. I just why do you care what some other guy there? How tall they are? How short uh, they are? Yeah, it's, it's Who bizarre. cares? And especially it's everyone all else about cares. The personality. Yeah. Like it, my cousin is a short king, and he is the best person. Right. And, right. I mean, his wife is so lucky to have him. That's why I'm always like. It just, it's, you know, but then there's the bitter short people that you're like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, stop mm-hmm. trying to have that Napoleon complex. Oh, yeah. Of... And they'll be like, oh, you think, you think you're a tough guy because you're tall. Oh, I know. You big. always like, get no, that. No, I do yeah. not think I'm a tough guy. Go over there and enjoy your vodka soda. I think my uncle Daryl's story is my favorite about that. So yes. Daryl is like six foot a million. Six five, yeah. Yeah. And he's, uh, he's at a bar. I think he's like playing Pac Man or pinball or something. And some guy walks up to him and says, you think you're taller than me? It's like, <laughs> what? Well, yeah. it's a pretty objective yeah. fact, I suppose. Well, but yeah. And do uh, you would think you you're think taller you're taller than, than me? I actually me. know that I'm taller than <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and know, an angry but... tall guy, you know, he's a bully. But an angry short guy has got a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Mm-hmm. So exactly basically, right. we, we want to just basically say the worst thing we can say about anybody, whether they're tall or short. Uh, What's amazing about that very quickly? Yeah. My best friend, who just died, unfortunately, in last March, Andy Fisher, was 5'7". Weighed about 150, 160 pounds, maybe. Maybe the toughest guy I ever met in my life. His size didn't mean a damn thing to him. He did not care. He's a great athlete. He's the one who, you know, who the hell is that white boy? It be Fisher. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> His nickname was It be. No, it's got nothing to do with your size, your strength, or whatever. It's what's in your head and your heart. Yeah. Your how you carry yourself. Exactly. Yeah. No, I agree. I would have to say this, though. You men talk about height more than anybody I've ever... Like, False. You, oh, my God. You Which guys will men? literally... You guys will literally ask, hey, how tall are you? Or whatever. I, when I hang out with women, nobody's asking that. Nobody's like, hey, how tall are you before you come into well, a room? Well, women don't care how tall women are. They care no. how tall men are. That's what I'm saying. Right. Men yeah. have an obsession about no, women, men's women, women also, have an though. obsession about men's heights. And 100%. so then that's why it yep. gets brought no, but like, up. I, mean, I get that. never ask them how, my Wait, how tall they are. Before, let me finish the sentence. So, like, before. Oh, oh, oh boy. Because oh, it, boy. I was oh, mid-thought in it. Sorry, like, go ahead. Is that, like... Okay, so maybe for there's finding your significant other, but otherwise women don't care about height. But there is a weird obsession. This show, especially, we talk about men's height all the time. I will say dad is weirdly into men's heights. I am? Absolutely. Oh, Uh-oh. Tom. I don't ever talk about how tall I you talk, am. No, you don't talk about how tall you are. You talk about how tall other men are. Yeah. But only when they're a problem with it. Well, but to you, that's all, all men. All men so. Well, although, that's true. That although is, that is true. You bring it up, every man you meet, mm, you look to be about, what, 5'10"? <laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> but you know where that comes from? Yes, I do. Your, Your father. dad, yep. My father. That's exactly right, because he was, he was, my father was a little fellow. Oh, hmm. so you had to deal and, with that. And Absolutely. he and I never got along. I mean, not for one day we never got well, along. Well, I would have hated my dad if he was like 6'4". No, there you no go. No question. Well, the tallest brother I had was 5'8". So yeah. I was at one time, I'm not 6'1 really? anymore. He used to be on Terry. 
Terry, I was five inches taller than everybody else in my family. Terry's only five eight. Mm-hmm. I always thought he was tall. No. Huh. Well, that's because he. No, never mind. Well, Held p- himself. Yes. See, now we go back to the attitude. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually probably because the last time I saw him, I was like ten years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not literally, but ago. I mean, like I. You were I do yeah. not even know the last time I saw Terry. I will say this: it was a great relief to me when I was about. 16 and I looked around the classroom and said hey I'm as tall as the girls are now (laughs) (laughs) that's a good thing because you know seventh grade we all get weighed and we all they all check our height word spread instantly through university high school there's a seventh grader who's four foot six and weighs 60 pounds there you go and I'm thinking like for like 10 minutes I'm humiliated then all the 17-year-old girls would stop and see me in the hallway and hug me. Oh, he's so cute. Yeah, he was so cute, except when I embraced them a little too. Oh, well. Hey, well, they started it. You get too grabby? It, well, it's not my fault. It's not my <laughs> fault, what was I Kristen. Supposed Did you hear to that? Do? These like, hands where am I got grabbing? a mind of their own, yeah. <laughs> what am I grabbing? I mean, they're, they're saying, oh, he's so cute. And I'd say, hey, how about a little more frock, baby? <laughs> oh, I like that. A little more frock? Frock. Fraught, fraught, yes. That is a short for the French word frottage. Yes, it is. Which means means inappropriate closeness with people who might be, who you, to to whom you are attracted. Always used in one sentence. Yes. Fraught with danger. Fraught with danger. (laughs) That's always the, that's the one line you hear with that word. (laughs) That's a slightly different fraught. It is a slightly different fraught, yes, exactly. But sort of, they do. They do kind of merge, though, at some point. I suppose. So, Kristen, anything new coming up? And, again, we are so back. That Catherine and I got 8 billion things going now, so we don't need, really need anything. But I'm very happy that uh, we stumbled upon uh, Bosch Legacy Season 2 because we didn't even know it was starting. They can't promote it because of the strike. And, by the way, right? congratulations to, to Ford uh, and UAW because apparently the strike is over at Ford. So I'm glad oh, to hear that. Oh, that's good. That's what was reported. So maybe, Andy, would you check and make sure that's true? Because it was reported to me that that was true. What sport is doing what now? Uh, Ford Auto is not on strike anymore. UAW. Really? When did that uh, break? Like late last night. Oh, okay. So that would be on page 48D Uh, today. (laughs) There is a tentative deal. Oh, it's a tentative deal. That's good, though. That's in the right direction. It is. It is. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's been signed yet, but they have made an agreement. So what about Glad the actors now? What's going on there? Yeah. Actors, um, yesterday they were supposed to be back at the table, and SAG just said, you know what, we need more time to take a look at the latest offer from the AMPTP. So they are officially meeting today. Um, it really seems that the residuals is what they're hung up on. It seems like the language for AI is okay, mm-hmm. and they've moved forward with that. But um, the actors want a bigger cut of the residuals, and... You know, you listen to Ted Sarandos and he's like, we can't afford it. I'm like, I think you probably can't afford it because it's still <laughs> such a small percentage yeah, from is. what they're earning. And, you know, Netflix had a great quarter. They realized that cutting down on that password sharing, guess what? It's profitable. Yeah. You're making people sign up for subscriptions and not allowing people to share accounts. Yeah. And I'm, I'm living without all those movies now. You're you're done. Because I used to share it with uh, one of my kids. Uh-huh. Oh, really? We so, did the same thing. We had yeah. we shared Netflix with her brother, mm-hmm. and now we just don't have Netflix. Yeah, that's the same here. I mean, I, I sometimes I even read, but uh, I don't want to oh. let that word get around. Oh. Can you, I know. We can can you it. still share? 
I know. Netflix, no, you're not allowed to. And Disney Plus is moving to um, that same model mm. later this year. Oh, really? And I expect everybody else to follow suit. Oh, uh, we're, we're sharing once ours. Once the airlines, once one person does it, yeah. everyone else rolls well, that same sort of plan out. Apple Plus just raised their prices following in the wake of Netflix as well as Disney Plus and Hulu. Well, yeah. they, they get everyone addicted. This is probably the plan all along. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, the good probably. news is that I think people are going to be starting to cancel because it's like you just can't. It's yeah. you're you're going to have your old cable bill back. You're, at this point, we are right, all at right. <laughs> and I think if, if you're like subscribing to everything, if a bunch of people like started to cancel Netflix, then they would be like get a like oh here's a family plan type of thing. So it's kind of password sharing, but you're paying more than your normal premium for people that are in a certain area. Maybe. Is that Fubu or Fubo? How do you pronounce Fubo. it? Fubo. Fubo. Fubo is the clothing company. Fubo. I'm talking about the the. Yeah, Fubu channel. is the clothing Fubo company. Yes. Fubo, Fubo, is, Fubo the is the channel. Yes. Their top rating, their ultimate, is like 150 bucks a month. Whoa! But oh, you don't need ultimate. Like, no, it cheap. comes with like live TV Are you TV paying and that, stuff. Tom? Was that? Are you paying that ultimate package? I have no idea. I'm sure you are. And to quote the old joke, for that price, they ought to sweep your chimney, too. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to be here. What was that joke? Was it Rodney? I think it was Rodney. Sounds approximately Rodney era. Wasn't there one that was also like, you better paint my house? Mm -hmm. Like, that's like another end of the state. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kristen, another big week, I thought. Yes, but we have one more day. One more day. I keep thinking it's Friday today, and I don't yeah, know I was why. like, I've got one more day with you. I know, it has keep... been a long week. Why? It sure has. Well, oh. I can tell you why for me, but it doesn't well, apply to sick, you. Yeah. Yeah. You've been sick, and I just He's got his Demi Moore husky voice going on. It's his birthday. <laughs> Demi Moore, it's yeah. It's Andy's birthday today. It, sure it is. Andy's Andy, birthday happy today. birthday. Mm-hmm. 37. Yeah. Three. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, Brittany, we're going to be 40 in three years. Shut your dirty mouth. Look at that smile. How dare you? Hey, big old you, smile on Andy's face. I am a teen mom. Thank you very much. You're a teen mom? A teen I mom. Like, I can't be 37, because I was just 22 last yeah, year. Totally. So. Teen time, too, but, you know... Yeah, I'm a just couple. Just be like 31 every year. It's just, it's good. I'm it's a, a couple age. teen moms. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Kristen, we will talk to you on Monday. Nope. Friday, tomorrow. God, I keep, why do I <laughs> keep right. thinking it's Friday? Don't even worry about it. We'll, fake, we'll call her when That's we call weird. Her. It just happened to my know. brain. I'm coming. I'm showing up tomorrow. Just let me know if you're, you guys aren't. No, we'll be here. <laughs> we'll be here. Tomorrow's Monday. Yeah. Okay, see you tomorrow. Does, it feels like Friday to me. I don't know why. Thanks, Kristen. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen. She will be back with us tomorrow, Friday. Do I have something big going this weekend? Is that why I keep thinking? Yes, you do. I do. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We're going to the spooky deal. Mm-hmm. Spooky sure are. Andy's spooky birthday deal. dinner. Got that cooking. Yeah. Got a lot of stuff going on. That's why I keep thinking it's Friday. All right, we'll take a break. Be right back. Wrap things up right after this. She looked like her. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. 
I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss Program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away, which I think is a brilliant idea. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story. And please let them know that Tom sent you. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them, or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This was just sent over to me, and I think it's ridiculous. Should Halloween always be on the last Saturday in October? Yes. Yes. Why? Oh, I'd love that. Why? You got to have it on the 31st. I agree with you that, like, it's the end of the October vibe, but, like, it, when your kids want to go stay up late at night mm-hmm. and you have to go to yeah. school yeah. And they're morning. eating all that sugar. Yeah, yep. it's just a lot yeah, to Halloween do on a, on, a, on a school night is... A lot. And yeah. you have to play the game of, if it's, like, on a Wednesday, well, are we going out in our community the Saturday before, the Saturday after? Yeah, it's all It's mess. why kids start trick-or-treating <laughs> at, like, 5 p.m. Because you go, yeah, of course, because they want to be done by six or seven so they can go to bed yep all right andy here's who should you know who celebrities that are that share your birthday no, do i know who celebrities are no who share your birthday it's still all celebrities i don't know let's play a game you say the celebrity I'm, and andy has yeah, to say if he knows yeah. them yeah there you go well i don't know the first two so okay what are who's it morgan sailor and dana brody no no never heard of either one of them their showtime's homeland 
Oh, Homeland. Oh, okay. Oh, I've seen Homeland. Yeah. I bet I know who Melissa's they are. mom is super into Homeland. <laughs> it's a weird show. It's about <laughs> horses, right? No, I think it's about no, it's terrorism. About terrorism. <laughs> oh, it's like, about terrorism. I was like, Melissa's mom is it's home. What the hell am I thinking? Homeland. Of? It's, it's about horses. It's like good at first, but then the more you watch it, you're like, this, this is, is actually insane. really, really bad. And dark. Isn't it oh, great, yeah, Andy, that, right. as it turns out, you're the most famous person born on your birthday? Right? I was going to say, the only one I know is Andy Bernard. <laughs> you know, number what am I thinking of? It's going to bother me now. CM Punk? Said, yes, of course. CM Punk is 45, Andy. He means nothing to us. John Heater. Heartland is what I was thinking. Oh, Heartland, yeah. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. There you go. John Heater we know, right? Who John did you Heater. say from Homeland? Don't even worry about uh, it. Morgan yeah. Saylor and Dana Brody. Never heard of either Morgan one of them. Sa- it sounds Adrian like a country Brody. singer. But. Oh, they went for oh Morgan Saylor, who plays Dana Brody. It's okay. oh okay. Yeah, there we go. So it's one person. Oh, it's, it's just one person. Well, yeah. why would they highlight the name in blue then? Yeah. Just, I don't know. They're just trying to let you know who she is. Or what is really but anyway, Not sorry. Let's editors. get to someone famous here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Florence Kasumba. That's not going to qualify. <laughs> Florence <laughs> plays <laughs> Ao in Black Panther. Oh, oh here we got one. Seth MacFarlane. Oh, okay. there you go. That's a good one. There you go. You know who that is. How about Tony Rapp? Nothing. I th- that sounds familiar. Is that Star two Trek P's? Is, uh, yes. Yeah, I, I just assumed, yeah. Anthony Rapp, he was in, uh, yeah, he's been in stuff. Star, Star Trek, Trek Discovery, yeah. Oh, I've never watched Star Trek Discovery. Oh, he was in Psych. But. He was in Psych? <laughs> yeah. so, Sorry, like, that's my... Psych, <laughs> I like Psych, yeah. Everyone likes Psych. Yeah. You so got good. Keith Urban, who's 56. I've heard of him. Oh, Anthony Rapp is the guy who accused Kevin Spacey of sexual harassment. Ah. Oh. That's why I know I think him there were more than one, though. Oh, well, well, there are a lot of them. So. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, Carrie Elwes, the man in black from Princess Bride. He's 61. Oh, okay, yeah. Tom Cavanaugh, Natalie Merchant. We know who that oh, is. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, you got Rita Wilson, oh. Mrs. Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks' wife. Mm-hmm. James Pickens Jr. is 69. Keith Strickland, Bootsy, Bootsy Collins from Parliament Funkadelic, oh, baby. Oh, look at that. Now we're talking. There you go, Bootsy. It really says a lot about me that he's probably the most recognizable name to me on that list. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be you. Yeah. I'm willing to say that, Andy, for you, I've decided not to acknowledge any of these people's existence, so I only will celebrate Ooh, your birthday. You're, you're going to have a problem coming up at the end here, then, oh, sister. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, which is not December Taylor 13th. Oh, my goodness. She even knows the birthday. 1989. Okay, you ready? The final two. Pat Sajak. No, I like Pat uh, Sajak. And I once had a very nice conversation with him about baseball. Yes, you did. We stayed away from politics. You didn't say anything about from top to bottom? Oh, <laughs> trigger, 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 safe trigger. space needed. You don't even know what we're talking about, do you? <laughs> nope. It was my my uh, appearance on Wheel of Fortune. and You were on Wheel of Fortune? Yeah, there's yeah. a I whole was, blog about it. Should have won, too. You got a lead with that next should've time. Should have won. Yeah. Somewhere, there's a, somewhere there's, a, there's a DVS of that. But I don't know where. Yeah, it's got to be there. VHS, somewhere. VHS, yeah. Well, if you go to um, you can read the AndyNWF at .wordpress.com, you can read a recap of yeah. May yeah. 13th, 1985. I spent so, a whole day reading, looking that up. So what's the top to bottom? Does he wipe top to bottom? What? I know, that was the Have you ever watched phrase. Wheel of Fortune before? Yeah, you ever seen Wheel of Fortune? Like, I mean, Wheel of Fortune has the board. phrase, and yeah. you have to guess the letters, and mm-hmm. he didn't get from top to bottom. That oh. was the saying he didn't get. I get how it's confusing. Okay. Indeed. Now, this, I didn't. The letters just that I picked, you know, that, that you always pick, didn't help that much. Yeah. Was that the one, 
Or was it going off the deep end? I no, can't remember. From top. From top. Okay, see, I don't even remember. All I remember is the legendary carpeting because Tom will never let me forget it. Going off the deep end is the one you did solve at the end of round three. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> see, I know it's more than I. Why do. did I hate the uh, winning all those prizes? Because I had to pick up a roll of carpet and carry it up the goddamn stairs by myself. The $753 benchmark stain-resistant carpet, you mean? That's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right. They have every episode on that blog. They sure do. That's a lot, too. We will close with this, Andy. You have to guess who this person is. Very, very famous person. It's a woman. Mm -hmm. She is 76 today, sharing your birthday. Um, her initials are HC. Uh, Hillary Clinton. Very good. Oh, nice. oh, yeah, go. I'm fine with sacrificing all those people for only my mind. Andy, you're the only one whose birthdays today. Yep. Happy Hillary birthday. Clinton. Hillary Clinton and Pat Sajak are out of the mix. You're absolutely right. I don't care. All right, that is going to do it for the show today. I'm telling you, man, all week long, all four days, because I just did realize it's Thursday, finally. But. Uh, at the end of every show this week, I'm like, God, the show's over already. Super fun. Yeah, you sound very I mean enthusiastic. It. Oh, super fun. I'm with you. I've had a blast today. I was laughing so much today. You're out of the mix. Fine. Forget I'll, it. I'll still be back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know what? I'm still coming back. You can't be in my life anymore. Yep, you're out of it. No. Nope. Out of it. There's From no problem. Top to bottom. All right, we shall be right back in just about five minutes with the family show right after this. Thank you.